Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my good heavens. It's another season of Drunkard's Walk. Hi, I am your effervescent and recharged host, Jethro Nolan. And I'm delighted to be here. And, and we're delighted to have you back for another season of this delightful podcast, which we promise we will keep doing regardless of the demand for it. Uh, and I got to say, I couldn't do this by myself. Uh, and I'm always pleased to have with me um, my uh, junior associate sidekick, Matt Hartman. Matt, say Jethro, hi to the people. Jethro, Jethro, it's it's me. It, it, it's Matt Hartman. Hey, how you Jethro, doing? Jethro, I'm, I'm back. I'm back from the future. I traveled into the future to season seven. What? And there's some terrible things going on. You've got to come back with me. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, we've, sh- we've got to travel to season seven and, and fix everything that's going wrong. Oh, God. Uh, how bad is it? Oh, it... it, it <sighs> Look, it's not you, okay? It's your kids, Jethro. Something's got to be done about your kids. I've already shipped the one off. Yeah. I, I have another kid? Oh, Yeah, boy. you're going to find out about that pretty soon, too. Oh, that's great. That means yeah. I'm getting laid soon. Yeah, that's right. Um, th- you want, that's delightful. You, you know wanna what? Just, you want to just wait till after the episode and go? Well, I, I propose that we get to season seven just by going through season six chronologically. Uh, I've already been there, man. It's it's bad news. And I'm also kind of curious if Hartman's going to make this a running gag for the season where he references a different 80s movie uh, each week. That wasn't I feel my like, plan. That wasn't I feel my like plan, have, but, but I feel maybe, like you have to do I guess it now. now I will. So, okay. All right. Sure. So, so everybody bone up on your Teen Wolf <laughs> so you'll get the sly references. Don't uh, give it away. Sly references, Wolf. No, that's not the right thing. Um, well, anyway, I'm excited to uh, to be recording season six here with you, Jethro. I it, the the hiatus um, was well. I built a time machine, and I traveled into the future, not far, uh, just to season seven. So what, six months? Really? Into the future? Yeah. So yeah. killing Hitler, not tops on your radar, but going into the future and listening to our podcast. Well, here's the that, problem that that trumps killing no, I, Hitler. I can't travel into the past. The time machine doesn't go into the past. It only no, goes into really, the future. It's not really a time machine, is it? No, it isn't. It's it's just like regular life. Now, I know what you're wondering. How did I get back here? Yes. Well, the answer is simple. All right. Good to know. I'm glad sure. there's a simple answer. There and, is. Uh, one day, one day uh, offline. If for, for our Patreon subscribers, if That's you subscribe. Right. <laughs> well, I'll, the, put the, I'll put the blueprints up on there, too, so that they can figure the, out how the, to build their own. One million a week level, you mm-hmm. can you too can get the detailed uh, information about I, I the got time the machine that only goes into the future. It, it's somehow does, you but get there's a way to get back. Yeah. So here's the thing: I got the plans off of a. Uh, I, I I got a copy of Boy's Life uh, from like 1987, and in the back there's all those things that you can you can order a hovercraft and X-ray mm-hmm. goggles. Well, I got the plans for a time machine, and it it really worked. It was it was pretty great. I tell you what. Deep cut boys life reference. You're making like, like that. 13, 13 Weebelos really excited right now. They are very excited. <laughs> I'm the and only, why wouldn't they be? I'm the only non-Boy Scout that ever subscribed to Boys Life. Because my <laughs> my dad was a Boy Scout and he was like, You gotta, you gotta subscribe, you know, Boys Life, that's a that's a great magazine. And I was like, All right. So I subscribed to it and um <laughs> I didn't understand is... most of it. And the, the those ads in the back, I was always ordering the um the the mystery package. There was like there were all these wacky like gags you could buy. And one of them was a mystery package that would show up and it was, it was a bunch of garbage. I mean, it was, you know, oh, yeah. that, that's and like, cube and it's like proto Craigslist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, like exactly. all the garbage exactly. that couldn't, you know, fill a full ad. They were like, eh, yep. just sell. Yep. 
the whole it. page. Well, yeah. anyway, so it has been an exciting time. I'm I'm happy to be back and talking about the eighties again. And, uh, I, I'm just excited to go on another uh, journey here with you through, through another season. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. I got, I got, I got lonely, uh, between seasons. So I would occasionally just go to Wikipedia and mm-hmm. click on random things and then sure. argue with myself about which would be the better thing to click on. So oh, wow. Okay. It's, okay. It's nice. Nice to have this as an outlet for that. For sure. It is. Yeah. You've got it. Well, you, and, and you do have to have an outlet for this type of, uh, clicking on random topic thing. Uh, otherwise you will, you know, probably go out of your mind. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to die with your clicks still left in you. Mm-mm. No, no, you want to see as much. The internet's an amazing place. See as much of it as it possible. Is. That's it my is. Well, I, I think we should get down to it, buddy. I think we should we should jump right in here. We know where we're starting, and uh, we don't we don't have a destination, man. We don't yet, but you know what, Matt? If you look on the Zoom call, mm-hmm. you'll notice that Greg Gelati has been hiding there the whole time. There Say he hi is. to the people, Greg. Hi, everybody. It's me, Greg Gelati. I was hiding here the whole time. Good Indeed. job, Greg. Good job. Well done. Hiding in plain sight. I love it. So you are a return visitor to the podcast, mm-hmm. um, which means we've run out of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're cycling through the three friends we have. <laughs> <laughs> and then occasionally reaching back into old high school acquaintances. Uh, yes. Yes. But you are you are one of the people who filled out the Google form, which I don't know that we've we've really publicized a lot. There's a Google form out there. Go to the uh, the uh, Drunkards Walk uh, social media sites, and you'll find a link to the Google form. Maybe or, or the uh, yeah, you will there. You'll find it in our show description as well. So if you're listening to this for the first time, uh, you can go find it through there. And yeah, give us topics to uh, to travel off to, and we'll have you on like we do with Greg here. Um, Greg, how you been, man? It's been, I mean, I think you were on several seasons ago. Yeah, it was, it was probably, yeah, it was a long time ago, perhaps before the incident uh, that we're all stuck in forever. Um, It's been, (laughs) it wasn't before that. I don't think it was before that. Which which one of the many national or global tragedies that we are currently mired in? Which one are you talking about? Are you talking about COVID? No. I was talking about how disappointing Disenchanted season three was. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was before that because you were here for season two. Uh, I believe yeah. it was a, a flood of some sort that you gave us, right? The Great the, Molasses. The molasses flood. Great Molasses yeah. flood. Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. That's right. That's right. That was a pretty sweet topic, huh? huh? Uh, a lot of people died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but they died like a hundred years ago and in New York or Boston or something. So I feel Boston. like yeah, it's Boston. It's funny on two counts. It really is. <laughs> it really is. So how have you been they, since then? What have you, what have you been up to? Anything, anything exciting? Um, uh, you know what? Uh, here are the big things that I've done is I've gone hard into Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, and, and, and as much as I can, I'm DMing a campaign for my friends. We did it since the beginning of COVID and I've been trying as hard as possible to minimize the parts of Dungeons and Dragons in it and nice. maximize the parts where we're just doing random made up BS in it. And it's a blast. Nice. It's really, really, it, it is, it is a lot of fun to do. I know I'm speaking to some uh, nerds of the gaming table. So mm. Uh, yeah, I finally uh, jumped in and started doing it for real, real. It felt great. That's cool. Excellent. I, that's that's one gaming thing that I never really got into. I I enjoy board games quite a bit, and uh, mm. even campaign games. Right now, I'm in the middle of a like our fourth campaign of Star Wars Imperial Assault with uh, some high school Ooh. buddies of mine. But um, but Dungeons and Dragons, we tried it in high school, and we just didn't. 
I don't know. There was something about it. We just couldn't get into it. I think, I think we had a bad DM. Like he had never done it before. He didn't know what he was doing. And I think it, I think that, I think you need a good DM and need somebody like you who's creative and, and thinks up like crazy shit to, to go on in order for it to be really fun and entertaining. I, I only dabbled very briefly with Dungeons and Dragons during the satanic panic of the mid 1980s. <laughs> uh, because if all of the stuck up Christian adults were against it, I'm like, well, I ought to look into that. It must be great. These, yeah, if all of these <laughs> assholes hate it. Uh, was that Tom Hanks character based on you? <laughs> Is that where that, that came from? Uh, no, no, it was, uh, mine. I lived my own true life. Uh, you're referring to, I can't remember the name of the movie, uh, that Hanks was yeah. in where it was before he, it was like the, the movie before he broke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where it, he just, it's a bad anti dungeons and mazes things. and magic or mazes magic and monsters and, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 Very, uh, <laughs> very first draft reinterpretation of the Dungeons and Dragons. That's name. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, that's great. That's great that you're that you're that you're getting into that and having a, a grand old time with it. Um, is that is that the topic you brought us? Are we going to Dungeons no. and Dragons? Oh, God, no, so, no. So um, this is a topic that I actually yeah. There's no good segue here, except it is a game. Oh, um, so get uh, that is true. Okay, this is something I found out about hitting the random button on Wikipedia. Oh, huh. look at that. Yeah, last spring I was very bored, and so I did that a few times. Just clicking around i hit random and i came uh, uh to uh find out about this um little pub game this little uh tabletop board game called uh crokinole that is a apparently a canadian delight much like maple candies mm-hmm. uh, it is the combination of shuffleboard and a donut it is a large wheel of wood that you put little tiny discs on and flick them, and you try to get them into a hole that's in the middle. But if you can't get it in the hole in the middle, you're trying to blast all the other um, tokens that are on the board. It is uh, so calming to watch, yet still barely exciting. It's a lot like curling. I was going to say, the description sounds like yeah. it, it is like, Ping pong to curling's tennis in terms of yes, uh, yes. sports uh, size and where you stand on relation to the table board. Yeah, yeah, that's that's generally true. So I I know crokinole very well. I have my own crokinole board. I I love crokinole. Um, a friend of mine introduced it to me. Uh, he 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 brought it on this gaming retreat we went on one time. And uh, he had a board that was like custom made. It was amazing. I just bought mine online. It's real cheap kind of thing but but it is very fun and it's it's even fun like it's a two-player game and there were a whole bunch of us there but like two people would start playing and everyone would just watch it oh my gosh this is so you know and it's got scoring sections and that's where you're knocking people out of and it doesn't score if it and it falls out the thing and oh man it it is a blast i i will say i really i really enjoy a good crokinole What's happening right now is hearing this from you. I feel like some corn-fed kid in Nebraska meeting a guy that went surfing. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, you went out there, you hit a wave. Like that's amazing to me because it's not well known outside of this little circle. And there's something extremely endearing about these extremely like localized things like duck pin bowling, mm-hmm. like yeah. bocce, like all like that kind of stuff. And that's why uh, when I found out about this, I just started watching like 
the 20, the 2018 uh, world championships. Oh, wow. A bunch of dudes just sitting down flicking. That's awesome. I've never watched, I've never watched it. And now I'm definitely going to, because I, I mean, I've played it and I enjoy playing it, but gosh, that's gotta be to watch experts play it. Gotta be amazing. That's cool. it's, it's I guess amazing. I guess it's that certain brand of amazing. Uh, well, I mean, it's got to be like they they they're going to have like style and technique and oh, all yeah. sorts of things that like never would have occurred to me. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't have occurred to me that there would be a national tournament of this thing. Like I just thought it was like tic-tac-toe. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess there's probably national tournaments of tic-tac-toe too, but Ooh, that'd be terrible. It would be, but I bet it exists. I, I, th- I think any activity uh, can be uh, engrossing if you choose curiosity. Um, oh, oh, there you go. Wow, well, there's well, the universe well is an amazing place. And well, I, in fact, I remember, uh, uh, being at that gaming retreat with you and your gaming friends. And, uh, that's, yeah, that's right. You were I, I will, I will say that that is, that's an intimidating group because they not only did like they, everybody brought like 80 games to this thing and there's no, we're <laughs> yes. near enough time to play all that stuff, but yeah. everybody, their level of gameplay was, was very sophisticated and deft. And I felt like the when are we playing tic tac toe? Because uh, my my level of gameplay is not that. Yeah, well, I, mine's mine's not generally at their level either. But I just you know uh, sit did, back didn't and, you, and choose curiosity. Didn't you win the MIT puzzle hunt as a yes. member of a very large team? Okay. I did, yes, I, I but guess I wasn't. It, I wasn't a I just, huge it, contributor to that. It's nothing compared to the Caltech puzzle hunt. It's no, that's it, the real big <laughs> Actually, the MIT puzzle hunt, I know that this this episode is isn't coming out until February, but actually this coming weekend is the is the hunt. We're we're doing the hunt again this weekend. It's all virtual. So um fantastic. It's gonna be a great time. And you know what? Congratulations. By the time this comes out, <laughs> congratulations. I don't know. Well I, done. I don't know unless, that I w- unless that's part of what went wrong. <laughs> oh, I can't talk about it. <laughs> I don't know if I want to win again. Winning means you have to plan the hunt the next year. And that was a lot of work. So I'm not saying I'm going to tank it or anything like that, but gosh, if we do win, I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe there should do lose. It's it was on purpose. Mm, Yeah, exactly. Maybe there should be a a paradox for the MIT puzzle hunt in which coming in second, you uh, is really the, the win because then you don't have to do the work. Yeah, but then the team who comes in second uh, by actively trying to is actually going to be the winner, so right. they're going to have to design it anyway. And then, right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. There have been don't don't get me wrong. Like there were moments that our team we weren't ready to run a hunt yet. Like we really didn't feel confident in it and things like that. But we were doing very well in a particular hunt, and the 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 team that was in charge came to us and said, you know, you you may win. They, they, we there were several teams that were in in the running to win at that moment. And they said, are you, do you want to? And we had a meeting and it was like, do we want to win? And essentially the decision we came to was, well, we don't really know that we're ready for that, but I guess if it happens, it happens. Well, in the time that we had that discussion, another team had taken a very large lead over us. Oh, <laughs> And so it was just like, all right, well, you're not going to. And I think there was a lot of size of relief at that moment. I think that people were kind of like, yeah, we'll do it if we have to but i think i think a lot of people were kind of like it's not we're not this isn't the year um so it, it kind of worked out for us to have that discussion i i feel i feel like and we'll take this offline and again patreon subscribers you'll get sure, access right, to the yeah. whole thing but yeah. but it feels like there is a christopher guest-esque mockumentary uh about a nerdy puzzle hunt and i i don't i don't want to brag but 
we're just the guys to pull it off. I mean, I, I think that it, it exists. I think that there's absolutely a lot of, um, yeah, I, I, that I think either you could do it, well, you could do it about the whole thing, right? So you, you follow the team that's running it, but then you go to other teams and see what they're doing and things along those lines. I think, I think you're absolutely right. There's, there's a lot of material there. All right. So, spinoff project. There you go. That's what we're doing. Good. Greg, are yeah. you in? Um, do I get points? Points on the back end. Yeah, sure. Well, sure. Yeah, why not? Sure. <laughs> you you get an equal share of the debt we will amass by yeah, pursuing this vanity project with no celebrities. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in on the ground floor. Oh, let, let me put it this way, Greg. It'll be just as lucrative as the rest of your improv career has been. <laughs> hey, is... I got mugs. <laughs> well, I got mugs out of this. Okay. All right, you're ahead of the game then. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. We'll get you some Laughing mugs. all the way to the bank. <laughs> the mug bank. Um, so Greg, this is great. This is awesome. Jethro, do you have any questions? Like, I, I don't know a ton about the history of this game or anything like that, but I know I know the game. So do you have any questions about it that so, you want to know so before it's, we... So it's Canadian, it's shuffleboard and uh, ish, ish. Uh, uh, adjacent. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a tabletop thing. Any other... Are there any celebrities who are big advocates of it or, or any, any fun facts you learned when you hit the randomizer and landed on the crokinole page that were like, wow, that sounds cool. Um, uh, there is uh, oddly very little drama in this world. Mm. But uh, one thing that did stuck, uh, stick out to me is that apparently there are heated conversations about whether or not you're allowed to use lubricants during oh. the matches. Oh, my to change the friction on the surface. <laughs> That's about it. I also kept searching um, uh, broken old um, celebrities. Mm-hmm. There's no real celebrities, but I'm sure there's celebrities in the did, scene. Did, did your computer explode when you typed those two words <laughs> in together? Well, I don't know. Everything locked up, but I could just use DuckDuckGo. That's it. That's all there I you got go. left. As long as you could use something. Um, all right. Well, that makes sense, I guess, so that there's not... It's not that well known of a game, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess there's not going to be a ton of uh, celebrity endorsement of it or anything along those lines. Did you? Is the are the national things? Are they like broadcast on television, or is it all like an online type of like YouTube? I think it's just YouTube. Okay. Um, it certainly is all there. You can find it. There's a channel mm-hmm. sure. for it, but it like takes place in Ontario somewhere. Okay. Um, yeah. Hey, I feel like it really whiffed on that. Um, and that celebrity thing. So let's just say Dave Coulier. Oh, okay. Why not? That Why sounds not? good. Yeah. I figured that's either him or Dave Foley were going to be yeah, involved, yeah. but that's... Dave Foley can't go back to Canada. No, no let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Coulier. <laughs> He's killed a lot of men there. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> not good. Dave Foley. Not good. Dave Foley. Kids in the hall and murderers in the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. That's it. Well, Greg, thank you so much. It's yeah, a, this was a pleasure. Thanks for having me back. An absolute delight to have you on. And, and let's not make it another four seasons before you pop back on again. Yeah. For um, sure. Maintain the timeline and happy hunting. Thank we'll try. You. We'll see what we can do. Take care, man. Bye. All right. Hey, so, Matt, we've got to do some guessing here. We do have to do some guessing. You know what, Jethro, before we do, though, I need to take a moment because we, we have been remiss in, uh, in doing our shout outs to our patrons. Oh. And, and I want to take a moment right now to give a big thank you to both of our patrons. What? Um, Do we have time to list two people? I think we have time. We have we have Katie, uh, who was our first patron and continues. The, the OG. That's right. Of and, Patreon subscribers. And a new patron um, since our last season ended. And that is none other than super fan Dave Foreman. Wow. 
That is so Dave jumped on and he is he is one of our patrons now. And in fact, at his level of patronage or patronage or whatever you would call it, um, patronage. He, he'll be joining us this season for an entire episode. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So be a lot of looking, fun. Looking forward to that. Um, and we'll see see when that happens. We haven't scheduled that with him yet. I'm sure he's listening now. So Dave, don't worry. We're going to be reaching out to you and figuring out when that's going to happen, buddy. Absolutely. And also don't worry about the future. Uh, I'm sure things are just fine for you in that future timeline. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Don't tell me something happened to Dave. Nope. All right. Uh, So we're going to guess. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, subscribers. And if you Mm -hmm. wanted us to support us, uh, Patreon is there for you, too. And I've. I've just been told we have increased the limit of allowable subscribers. So uh, there's we still, can, a few we spots. can now have more than two. Yeah. So yeah, we, yeah. We, 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 yeah. we used to have we that as like, our limit, but now we've yeah, increased it. So it uh, more than that. And yeah, corporate. head to Patreon. Uh, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a website where it allows you to uh, give like monthly donations to uh, people that ask for it. And so we're asking for it. And that's that's something you can do. Um, there are different levels that you can donate at. And if you go over to patreon.com, uh, search Drunkards Walk Podcast. I think it's actually Drunkards Walk Podcast slash patreon.com, or maybe it's the other way around. I'm terrible at this type of thing. This is this is why no one, it's, <laughs> no it's, one is going there. It's patreon.com backslash Drunkards Walk Podcast. Oh, there and, you go. Or, okay. or you can just go to Patreon and search for Drunkards Walk. And I tell you what, if you're one of those people who's like, you know what? I hate advertising. I don't want to hear ads. Why right. can't, isn't there some way where I can just give money to the people who make the content that I enjoy directly without having the um, bastardizing influence of the advertiser? And mm-hmm. yes, yes, you can. You have the power to do that. That's right. That's right. You can do it for us, or uh, you can do it for us who doesn't who who doesn't have any sponsors, and so there aren't any commercials. Or you can um, you can go on and look. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna support Patreon here just by saying go to Patreon, find something that you like, and support it. Would you please like support some art out there? If it's not this, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Like you don't need to support us. We're we're fine. We're doing okay. We'd like it if you did, but you don't have to. Go support something you love that you really love. Yeah. I mean, Not you us. could also support us too. No, no. Yeah, but you don't have to. But you definitely could. support you us. Us. No, but, but you don't have to. I mean, but Matt, we talked about the five-year plan is right. to for me for me to quit my job and mm-hmm. uh, uh, live off the sweet podcasting. Well, I told you, Jethro, I've been six months in the future, and things are going okay for that plan. All right, good deal. Yeah. So let's do some guessing and okay. some clicking. All right, so we are going to start this season at Big O Notation, uh, which was one of our topics in the first season. If you're not familiar with how we get our starting point for the season, we've gone back to the first season and we're, we're just going down the list of all the different topics that we were given. So last year, it was lock stitch that we started at, and that's where we ended. And this year, big O notation is where we are starting and where we will end. And if you're not familiar with what that is, don't worry. We're going to talk a bunch about it, but we have to guess how many clicks it'll be between big O notation and Crokinole. There you go. And I believe so, Big O Notation was the suggestion given to us by Brett Baver. I, I believe that's correct. He is the person. Mm-hmm. And yes. um, and if you are wondering, Jethro, as you're making your guess, um, we have gone, we have had a total of 450 links wow. over, over our entire past five seasons. And that has given us an average of 5.625 links per episode or per walk, I guess, if you want to say that. So uh, if that helps you, 
with your averaging or your, your guessing, go ahead and uh, give it a go. I'm going to write down my guess right now and I'm done. I've done it. I, have, it I have written down mine as well. Perfect. I don't want to brag, but pretty, pretty good. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that is uh, based on how many it actually takes, whether it's good or not. So we'll find out, won't we? But I know it's good. It's a good guess. All right. In fact, it's such a good guess that mm-hmm. if it takes us a different number of clicks, then mm-hmm. we're wrong. We're That's wrong. How good this sure. Is. That makes That's sense. That's how good this guess is. That makes sense. All right. Well, let's jump right in here then to big O notation. And uh, for those of you that haven't listened to season one, if you're not a, a Patreon subscriber, because uh, that's the only place you can listen to season one now, big O notation is a mathematical notation that describes the limiting behavior of a function when the argument tends toward a particular value or infinity. Huh. Well, there wow. you go. That's what it's all about. That doesn't so, mean anything to me, but uh, can can you put that into layman's terms at all, Jethro? I know you're a, a math uh, whiz. Oh yeah. Math whiz is absolutely the wrong words. Uh, I I'm a math whiz. If all you know about math is like addition and subtraction Yeah, mm-hmm. then I'm a math whiz. Like when it gets to complex stuff, uh, I, I gotta, I took it. I was started to be a chemical engineer in college and mm-hmm. I took all the math courses I needed for that degree. Yeah. And I got a, I took a differential equation honors and I got a B because the professor was like, yeah, if you got over this score on the final, you get an A. If you got under this score, you get a B. Wow. Uh, so I got a B through pure uh, pity because I, I and let's just be all be glad that I'm not a chemical engineer today because <laughs> I would have I would have killed people with the things I designed with my uh, spotty uh, knowledge of advanced mathematics even back then, and I've Gosh. forgotten it all since because of the drugs and alcohol. Oh, okay, okay. Well, um. Okay. Yeah, I don't look forward to trying to get back to this at the end of the season. I'll tell you that because uh, no. It's chancy and I don't know a whole lot about it, but Mm -hmm. the good news is we only need one link to get us out of here towards something gamey or gamified. Yeah. And this is math. This is a math term. And a lot of games uh, are math related and and crokinole itself. I mean, there are certainly angles involved in force. I mean, that's not math. That's more physics, I guess. Um, But I'm sure that the, you know, the, the, the shape of the board is a circle. Uh, well, it's an octagon, octagon with a circle in the middle. I think it's those octagon. are two. Those are two different shapes. No, no, no. Well, I'm trying to remember. So the board itself, like the board you play on, is a circle. But like the the actual board is like an octagon because there's these little places where the the things that you're flicking like fall into if they go like off the board. Yep, yep, um, yep. And I'm trying to remember if it's an octagon or it, it could have been a hexagon. I, I don't really remember the, the exact shape. Um, it's one of those multi-sided, not squares. So there you go. There you go. Uh, so I will say I have a hazy memory of us going to a destination of uh, finite and infinite games mm, and, mm-hmm. and, and like trying to get there through game theory and it not being, it not connecting us to what we wanted to go through. So I, I have... I love game theory. I think it's a fascinating topic. I think yeah. everybody should know more about it. I don't yeah. know how quickly it's going to get us to something. Do you see that uh, on here? Term- I, I don't, but oh, okay. if we were to go in a mathy direction yeah. to get in here, yeah, there is computer I, yeah, science, yeah, which I, could get us towards computers uh, and maybe physics oh, com- and simulations and, yeah. and computer Com- games computer and that kind games, of thing. Yeah, possibly. I see I see a lot of things, a lot of like, you know, constant logarithmic linear um, quadratic is on here. So there's a lot of exponential. Uh, the traveling salesman problem is on here. There you go. Remember the traveling sales? That's the very that's very similar, I feel, to the drunkard's walk, I think. In, um, indeed. If I if I'm remembering correctly. Indeed. Uh 
But, There's a uh, whole lot of math on here. Yeah, a whole lot of math going on. Um, and, and a fairly long page too, I have to say. Um, the names of mathematicians, if you, yeah. if you know any of them. Um, there, yeah. is a, there is a link to algorithm, which I see that. I see might that. get us to an interesting place. Uh, I believe we've, we may have been there once or twice before. I, I remember talking about algorithm and the origin of that word uh, in mm -hmm. a prior episode. Yeah. Um, I see uh, normed vector space. Oh, uh, I, love, I love me a good normed vector space. Yeah. Metric space is vector space. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking physics. I'm thinking like bodies in motion and collisions and things like that. If there was a way to somehow get from, you know, those types of things into this game. Uh, but I don't know about that. I, hmm. I mean, if we got to mathematics itself, that might get us to physics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, possibly. Uh, Omicron. Omicron is on here. Of course it is. As is Omega, but those are the only two. Um, but they're actually they're actually linked in zero is on here. Does that help us at all? Zero? Uh zero is takes us nowhere. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's nothing. Zero it's, is nothing. So it's it's nothing to me. <laughs> it's all so it's all Greek there, to me. With there the is a Omicron link to mathematics, and, uh, yeah. which was an early form of witchcraft, uh, which might be a fun place sure. to go because ma okay. mathematics. I don't know if you know this. Math is everywhere, and uh, sure, it's it's used a lot in various sporting games. So mm. that could get us to a fun place. It's under usage. Well, that's interesting. That's an interesting idea. Um. Well, uh, Galileo has told us that uh, math is the language in which God wrote the universe. Well, there you go. Um, so, yeah, we talked we talk quite a bit about math when we were doing our, um, uh, we were trying to get to the bracket um, uh, suggestion. That was, that was actually uh, one of our, our patrons gave us that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm fine with mathematics. I, I don't see anything else on here that particularly jumps out at me as like, hey, this is where we should head. So you found that under usage, you said? Yes, it is under usage. usage. Uh, oh, I see it. There it is. Mathematics right above computer science. All right. Shall we? Shall we? To I, mathematics then? I think that's a great idea. To math. Right. Although, really, math was with us the whole time. Uh, huh. I see. Here we go. Math. All right. Look at that. Boy, oh, the boy. Study this. of topics such yeah. as numbers. Yep. Shapes, space, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I see a line on here. I see Newton's law of gravitation. Mm-hmm. Science, into physics, modeling. Yep. There's there's Einstein, the natural mathematical, sciences, mathematical awards, Ooh, mathematical rigor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that just takes you to rigor. That's something. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, there's going to be something on here, man. There's going to be something real good on here. I can tell already. Uh, I see pseudoscience. That's not good. There's STEM science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Ah, that's what my, uh, my profession is in, uh, STEM education. So I know quite a bit about STEM. There you go. There's mathematics and art. Oh my gosh, dude. You know, who's on here? Uh, Socrates. No, Pierre de Fermat. Uh, Fermat from Fermat's last theorem. No, no, Fermat. It's, it's, there's a T on the end. Anyway, if you want to pronounce it, just drop the T. That's kind of a Pittsburgh pronunciation thing. I know to drop the last letter of stuff. So, but it's, yeah, it's Fermat. So he's on here. Good for him. Uh, circles. Hey, that's the shape of the board. 
could that, could that possibly be on there? Possibly, yeah, it might be. It also might not be. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, not. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can think of one or two other places that circles exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there is a there is a <laughs> link to astrology, yeah. which is how would, fun. How would that help us? I don't. I I just like that there's a link there. I I don't think mm, it would help. Okay. In fact, let me be clear: astrology will not help you in any way, shape, or form. I see. Uh, with the exception of the possibility of any placebo effects. Well, thank you. There thank is you there sure. is a link to Leonardo Fibonacci mm-hmm. of the famed Fibonacci sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic stuff. There's algebra. Algebra is on here. Interestingly, uh, it gives Fibonacci credit for uh, introducing the Hindu Arabic numeral system uh, to the Western world. And I thought that uh, my algorithm friend, uh, Al Khwarizmi, did that. Well, Al Khwarizmi is on here as well. Of course. Well, maybe that's a down the rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about that. I, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, there's the a number pi is linked here. There's a picture of a Rubik's cube. Is there? Yeah, but it's not linked. Rubik's cube is it's set, but it doesn't say it's group theory is the only thing that's linked under the Rubik's cube. Hmm. It's not helpful. That's interesting. I have, yeah. in fact, a Rubik's cube on my desk right now. You do. Yeah. Well, I. I. Go. A couple of years ago, I decided that's the thing a grown man should know is how to solve a Rubik's cube. So I, I looked up the algorithm and uh, figured it out, and then did it for a while, and then lost interest. Oh, so did you? Were you able to solve it, or you? Yeah, when you say no, you did it, it for a while, there, there there is a series of steps that you can take on any cube right. that will solve it, and right. it is it is once you know what those series of steps are, it's rather trivial to solve a Rubik's cube. Oh. Uh, I just looked up some web page that somebody else had figured it out. I didn't figure it out myself. Got it. Got it. Got uh, so it. I did the dumb man's version. Uh, or nice. copy off the smart kids. Sure. I had a Rubik's magic uh, when I was back in um, maybe elementary school, middle school, something like that. You remember the Rubik's magic? Not at all. It was like, it was like a flat thing and it had like these plastic um, quadrants to it. Uh, I, mm. Not even quadrants. They they were like just squares and they were kind of tied together by like fishing line and you could fold it and they had, they had rings on them. They were drawn on them. And then if you held it one way, it had the three rings unlinked. And then if you folded it the right way, it would link the rings. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. some somebody taught me how to do that. And I still have it and still know how to do it. Like I, I it's it's all muscle memory. Like I was just like, oh, look, there you go. Yeah, you can undo it. You can do it this way and you can do this. Very way. nice. So, yeah, it's a pretty Very fun nice. little uh, thing. If you don't know Rubik's magic, look that one up, folks. Um but uh, gosh, if you're going to look it up on the mathematics page, you're going to be disappointed because it ain't there. Um, I do see game theory. I know you mentioned yep. that game theory didn't help us. I see probability theory. It's got some pictures of some dice. Um, so those might be not great ways out, but they might be ways out. I I like I like both of them. Uh, statistics is also another possibility because uh, sports. Uh, is mm. often a place where a lot of statistics are kept True. with regard to uh, the players themselves. I don't know if we'll see a whole lot of that, but uh, I like any of those. So game theory, statistics, and probability. Now, do we think that um, like game game theory would then we would assume I would assume that we're thinking of headed towards games, but do we really think that that's the way into this, like, is there going to be a list of just every game or should we instead be looking at 
types of should we be looking at like like you mentioned it was a pub game do you think that if we got into drinking like well yeah or like pubs or bars or something like that like it would talk about pub games and pubs and that that would be a quicker path i, I don't know it's, if there's a way into math from math to, to pubs and drinking but oh i i mean i i think math causes a lot of people to go to pubs <laughs> i think that's probably true but it, does it say that here on the wikipedia page it's the question I'm, yeah i'm not seeing it uh it's certainly possible like it uh, we we're pretty far away from it at in mathematics so literally anything yeah. that we taste is going to get us a little bit closer yeah if there was something like a bar bet or something you know what i mean like i feel like that's the type of thing that could potentially get us but that that's why something like probability uh could get mm. us there because when you talk about bets and stuff i think that that might uh Put, take us to a place that's more along those lines. Yeah, that's certainly possible. I'm trying to look down here. They've got uh, areas of mathematics. And once again, it has uh, game theory listed, but it doesn't have anything about um, specific games or anything like that. Um, all right. Well, I, I, I mean, maybe game theory is the best way to go here, uh, unless you want to try to get to Canada, but that's, that's very geographical. I don't know. Maybe this year we should just, uh, say we can go the geographical route and just go to Canada. I mean, Canada, I think we should, Canada on here? I don't know, Canada's even on here. But... I, I feel, I feel like we, we, we owe our listeners a journey of discovery and going the geographic route is the, the opposite of that. We do. I feel okay. like we have a, we have a contract with the listener that, Hey, we are, we are putting together what we think is an enjoyable thing to listen to. Mm -hmm. And I feel that we have the, the obligation to spend their time. Well, all right. All right. Um, well, good enough. Good so enough. You want to do game theory, probability theory or statistics? Ah, uh, man. They all have their, uh, their kind of their, their pros and their cons. Um, I feel like we've been through game theory, so let's do one of the other two. So I, I'm eliminating game theory. You pick You pick between the other two. All right, then I'm going to go with probability theory. Okay. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to go with statistics because statistics. statistics, I feel like, could get us into a sporty type thing, which okay. is more, more gamey related. Than, probability theory, I'm worried, is going to be like heavily theoretical. And mm. statistic, I feel like there's going to be examples of here's the thing in the real world that we measured. So it's not just all mathematic theory. Maybe it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. You, you want it to be a little more gamey, uh, like, uh, like venison. There you go. Statistics. It is. Where did you see statistics? Cause I, so not if you, it. if you scroll down, there is a, uh, a grid showing different, uh, areas of mathematics. Oh yes. I'm familiar uh, with that grid. And statistics is right next to probability theory. Uh, game theory. Uh, yeah, I still don't see it. Okay. I have to just actually read it instead of skimming. If you scroll down, you'll just see the pictures and you'll see the picture of the dice. It's right next to the picture of the dice. Oh, uh, you're in a different grid than I am. I see. That's the grid. Yes, I got it. Statistics. Here we go. That's why I wasn't finding it. It was in a different grid. Fantastic. All right. Statistics it is. Oh, what have I, where have I typed that? All right. Sorry. I have two monitors and my cursor wasn't where I thought it was. All mm -hmm. right. So here we are in statistics. Uh, statistics folks is the discipline that concerns the collection, organization, analysis, interpretation, and presentation of data. Now, do you say data or do you say data? Uh, I say data typically. Yeah, me too. Um, 
You know, Matt, it occurs to me yeah. that we have left out an important element. We forgot to talk about what we were drinking. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even, we didn't ask Greg either. Oof. We didn't. Uh, I feel like, Poor I hosts. feel like we should, we should talk about that now. Poor what do you have? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you, Jethro, actually, I, uh, I decided that, um, uh, I've been drinking quite a bit during the pandemic and, um, it's sort of, it's the start of a new year. And so I decided to cut back a little bit. So I'm, uh, I'm drinking some water with some lemon juice added to it. That's what I'm drinking tonight. Look at that. Uh, I also have been drinking a fair amount during the pandemic. Uh, and I have also poured myself a glass of water this evening, but just because I'm out of booze, uh, not oh, because well, there you go. I have any that's not, uh, that is not an issue here. So it's we, or, in fact, yeah, no. a new shipment just came in. So as a matter of fact, uh, we are flush with booze, but, um, but I'm drinking, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I'll let you in on a little, um, uh, info about Matt Hartman. Uh, I'm drinking water with lemon juice in it because, uh, water with lemon juice is a good way to prevent kidney stones. Ooh. Now I'm not going to, I'm not going to go any further into it than that, but I'm going to tell you that's a good thing. So folks, if you're looking to avoid a kidney stone, Try some water with lemon juice in it. Not too much, though. Start to cut away at the enamel on your teeth, but uh, just a little bit every now and then. Wow. That is a fun fact. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Um, But enough about your kidney stones. Can we talk about statistics? I didn't say I did. I just said- Oh, no, no one. Um, Yeah, let's talk about statistics. Let's talk about a way out of statistics into games because I haven't seen anything yet. I've seen a lot of extrapolation and uh, data mining, um, you know, there's some algebra again talked about in here. Differential equations, one of your best friends. But uh, I'm not seeing anything about sports yet. No, it, did you no. did you see anything about no. sports? Anyone? No, I haven't. Games? I haven't. Hmm. I see Celsius. Oh sure, Celsius could get us to freezing. Could get us to ice. Could get us to oh boy. <laughs> uh, could get us to uh, uh, curling. Could get us to crokinole. Hmm. Okay. That's just me thinking out loud. I don't. I don't know that that uh, curling and crokinole are that closely related. They're because, Canadian. Yeah, but I mean, in 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 curling, you're like going toward a target and knocking people away from the target. Whereas in crokinole, you are shooting for that center space, but otherwise, like the places you're shooting at, it's not like a single target. It's like individual. I don't know, quadrants or little, not quadrants because there's four of those, but uh, little areas that you're going for, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that's the same type of, also you're both shooting toward the center instead of everybody shooting down like a like a thing, right? Like, um, yeah. I, I feel like there's like shuffleboard and curling are much more closely related. Okay. Um, so that's how, I, that's that's what I would say, but I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe it works out. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that, that there's something about sports on here. That's, that is why you brought me here, right? Because of sports. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Have you, have you found anything about that yet or not yet, but I, I feel like it's early to be given up. Is, is it early? Cause you usually jump like straight to the, uh, straight to the bottom and have you found anything at the bottom or anything? Well, I'm down there now desperately looking. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Good. Okay. Yes, I have found it. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Under under specialized disciplines, mm-hmm. uh, there are a whole lot of uh, areas of statistics, like biostatistics, astrostatistics, oh. image processing, okay. jurimetrics, or mm-hmm. law. Mm-hmm. And there is statistics in various sports, particularly baseball, known as sabermetrics, and mm. cricket. Oh, I see. Okay. 
So we don't have sports, but we have two specific sports. Is that what you're saying? We have, we have two specific sports that are, that are listed here, which I think is better than just the vague topic of sports. Really? Yes. Hmm. Nothing about games, though, of any kind, right? You don't see anything about games. Well, sports are games. No, no, no. But I'm uh, saying, well, okay. I think that there is a difference between a sport and a game. Uh, do you know? Yeah, I do. That's a heavy sigh. There. Yeah. Well, because I, I was, I was afraid you would ask me like <laughs> to explain, and I'm not sure that I can. But I, I do think that there's a difference. Um, I just can't come up with exactly why. Something about scoring or competition like a game a game doesn't have a score right and i guess it does i don't know how to explain it somebody, i feel like somebody else knows somebody else like has, has a better a, uh, a better explanation uh a a game the the delineation that i would put because i i think you're there's a truth in what you're saying yeah uh for for me a game um is more mental and a sport is more physical. Oh, and, and not that there aren't, you know, mental elements of sport. Sure. But they are, they have to be executed physically. Those, those, the planning and the strategy and everything has to be done by a body in a space. Okay. Uh, in your classic sports, whereas, you know, you could be bedridden from, you know, one of your kidney stones and uh, still play a game. <laughs> on earth. Uh, whereas you, be unlikely to play a sport. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I suppose that that makes sense. I like it. I like what you're coming up with here. I like what I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. So and I will say that the links that even though uh, baseball and cricket are the terms that are linked, mm -hmm. it actually takes you to baseball statistics and cricket statistics. Oh, that's upsetting. It is. <sighs> is there anything else down here? I'm looking through these, these links down at the very, very bottom. See if performance art here. is linked. I did see performance art linked in there. It wasn't, I didn't think that that would help us very much, but I did see it. I don't think performance art has ever helped anybody. Much. <laughs> oh, Hey, take that. Take performance that. Art. Yeah. Way to, way to, way to punch up there. Um, a lot of mathematics again, of course. So why wouldn't are there, yeah. Are you suggesting that, yeah. that performance artists aren't immensely privileged? People generally. I, well, hmm, interesting. I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't get a lot of respect. So it's not. Uh, it, it is the Roddy Dangerfield of, uh, of right. performing arts. Yes. Exactly. But for just for just cause, uh, I'm, yeah, I'll, I'll well, go to the mat okay. on that. Listen to my spin up podcast, Why I Hate Performance Art. <laughs> that is something that you really, really hate. Uh, you've made it very clear. Uh, Every time we speak, I feel like you're, you're bringing it up and, and pointing to yet another thing. Um, yeah, I see baseball. I see cricket. Uh, I guess. Oh, sabermetrics. Oh, wow. That's actually baseball statistics. I didn't realize that. Yep. Huh. So that's going to be our best bet, isn't it? There's really no other way out of here that makes a lot of sense. Unless, unless again, do you see anything about like pubs or drinking or bars or? Um, Not in the statistics uh, page, sadly. Yeah. No. Yeah. Gosh. That's, a, that's, I like, a, that's I like, a shame. It is. I like sabermetrics, though. Uh, Do you? Uh, or, or baseball statistics, either one of the two. I, I like this. Um, I, 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 I like that this is a link. There's a link to, there are three kinds of lies. Lies, damned lies, and statistics. 
And that is, mm-hmm. a, there's a link out to that, to, to just that quote. And I just like that that's the case. Um, I don't think it's going to help us in, in this particular uh, walk that we're on, but I like that it exists. So just want to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine that's a, a large uh, Wikipedia article. No, that's got to be pretty short. Pretty, All right. Well, um, I'm going to say, uh, I mean, I could, I could stay on here and, and try to muddle through and find something better than that. But I, I'm, I sabermetrics, I guess is where we're headed. That's what it's called, right? Sabermetrics. Or baseball statistics. Baseball statistics. Are they going to take us to the same place? Do you think? No, no they are baseball not. Statistics. Oh, wow. Ooh. So the question is, which one is going to have the longer page <laughs> to help us get out? Uh, it's a great question. Uh, I think that both are probably uh, decent options. Like the thing about sabermetrics is that it, that's you know what. Moneyball was based on mm-hmm. that idea yeah, yeah. of of using statistics in a way that hadn't been done before yeah. to better measure that. So we could t- could get to Billy Bean and Michael Lewis and, and out of we're going to have options if we do that. Uh, Big Crokinole baseball. fans, those guys, they're huge. Yeah, well, I, but I mean, they're I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to think of like, and I I, I could I, I, I could easily see like the baseball statistics page. Yeah. Having like here's a list of baseball statistics and mm-hmm. not That's much the else. end of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. Um, okay, all right. Well, let's. Uh, so sabermetrics. You say sabermetrics. I say let's do it. All right, fantastic. Because Here I, we are. I had heard that term, but I, I don't think I ever really knew what it was. So it stands for the Society for American Baseball Research. Oh. Uh, saber. Uh, Sabermetrics was coined by Bill James, who is one of its pioneers and often considered its most prominent advocate and public face. Well, look at that. All right. So baseball is obviously linked on here. I don't think that's too surprising to anybody. So we could just go straight to baseball if we wanted, but I see some other things on here that are interesting. I see things like box score. And I wonder mm-hmm. if that if that gets you into games a little bit better. Uh, I mean, baseball probably does. Um. A lot of stuff about baseball statistics on here. I'll tell you that right now. ERAs and uh, and slugging percentages and on base percentages. Boy, they're all here. It's 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 a trove of data about an activity that I don't care at all about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm not. But a lot I, of stuff. I go to like one baseball game every two years, and that's just because eh, it's 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 a fun afternoon. But it's there are there are men of advanced years who. Uh, take it very seriously and have for mm-hmm. decades. And, and it is just, I guess back to my earlier point, like, Hey, you know, choosing to be curious, uh, you can discover a lot of interesting thing. I have, I have not chosen to be curious about baseball. So I see that the Simpsons is on here. Are they look at that? Yeah. Uh, the 22nd season of the Simpsons, the Simpsons themselves, Lisa Simpson is linked on here. Bart Simpson is linked on here. Uh, the episode Money Bart is linked on here. So I don't know that that helps us in any way, but Little League Baseball. Um, I see ice hockey. Yeah. Well, analytics. Oh, yeah. And there's ice hockey itself. Basketball yeah, is on just there. below the Bart Simpson. Yeah. Ice yeah. hockey gets us to Canada. I mean, baseball gets oh, us to Canada too, but yeah, ice hockey but really ice hockey. gets us to Canada. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I kind of. Mm, I kind of like that. And there is a sports science category that is linked at the bottom, but you don't like the categories. So no, I'm not a big fan of the categories, but I do sort of like hockey. Cause I wonder if hockey is going to give us like a 
can other Canadian sports type of link, you know, it, it could, it could very well. I, I like it. I, I say, I say ice hockey is the way to go here, but, uh, if you if you if you want to argue against it, I'll I'll listen to your complaints and then overrule them. All right. Uh, well, you've been fair. Thanks. So let's go to ice hockey, shall we? Let's do it. Ice hockey. Now I know we were in ice hockey last season because but, uh, we went to Alexander Ovechkin. Is that why? Because of your buddy Ovechkin, who's on this page? It should be said. <sighs> yeah, is he good for him? He is good for. Him. Uh, is this really, he's on this page. Cause we didn't, maybe we didn't go to ice hockey then. Oh, we came out of him and went through ice hockey. Cause we were trying to get to a lake. Ah, uh, that's, that's right. That's what happened. Cause, cause yeah. So that's, so that's what happened there. So, so what I'm curious about is, uh, down here at the, at the bottom of the page, if they have, uh, oh, they have a link for team sports, winter Olympic sports, but mm-hmm. not Canadian sports. That's what I was sort of hoping for Canadian sports. Now curling is on here. So curling, if you, if you think that there's a, a, enough of a connection, you could get to curling from here. Yeah. I, I mean, it's certainly possible. I don't think, I don't think it's a great idea, but it, it is a thing. All right. Well, I see team sports. Unfortunately, I believe Crokinole is a, more of a one-on-one individual. Gosh, Quidditch is linked on here because of team sports. Look at that. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, I oh boy, I really want the team sports thing to give us a way out. Do you know? There's broomball. What is broomball? You never played broomball. Broomball is a um, it's it's kind of a, a hockey type sport where you are on ice just in shoes. Uh, you have a, I mean, originally it was a broom, but now it's like a, a stick with like a kind of a, a paddle on the end of it. And there's a ball and you, there's two goals, much like in hockey and you're running down the ice and you're trying to score in the goal. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I played it in college a little bit. It was like a kind of an, uh, I don't know. They did it as like a social thing where they would like just have, uh, you know, the, the student committee is hosting broomball. Come play broomball. And so I did it there, but um, there's actually professional leagues and there's a great documentary called the nomadic who, and it's about a broomball team. Hmm. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It is great. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Now there, there is a link to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. Uh, who are playing against your beloved Washington Capitals. Mm. Oh, sorry, not your beloved Washington. I, I was thinking of Alexander Ovechkin You're and, the worst. and how much you love him. I You're am, aren't I? Mm-hmm. You started this, Hartman. You drew first blood. No, did I? Puck sport. <clears throat> so puck is, sport. is Crokinole a puck sport? Oh, interesting. Are those little things pucks? It's a great question. Yeah, I mean, could be considered a puck. I mean, that's the shape that they are. Mm-hmm. They are puck shaped. They are that distinctive uh, puck shape. I mean, yeah. Well, what's the shape of a puck? It's it's round but flat. I mean, that's a puck, right? It's a, a very I, that short might be cylinder. good. Where do you see puck sports? Uh, on the left hand side. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, in the big sort of introductory thing that, hey, here's here's some fun facts about hockey, like right at the top of the Wikipedia page. Got it. Um, there is puck sport is linked. It, it actually, puck sport, uh, the puck is linked to hockey puck. Oh, I see. So puck sport is not like a thing. There's no there's no group of puck sports. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's no, but hockey puck is linked and that would... Oh, likely would then get us. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I see puck. Yeah. There it is. I, I sort of like it, man. I, I think, I think hockey puck might get, might be the way to go, but I don't know. My concern with it is that if it doesn't, if it doesn't pan out like that, we are going to have a really tough time getting, let's have fun with it. You want to do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. To I mean, puck. we, we, we know we can probably get there through a geographic route, but again, let's go on an yeah. adventure. All right. Hockey puck. It is. All right. So it is under type. We link to hockey puck and there it is a picture of a hockey puck. You hockey puck. It is yes. either an open or closed disc used in a variety mm. of sports and games. There are okay. designs made for use on ice surface, such as ice hockey and others for different variants of floor hockey. They're all designed to serve the function a ball does in ball games. There is a link to ball. And in fact, balls are spheres, whereas hucks, pucks are short cylinders. All right. So um, we've got this in other sports and games. Mm-hmm. And uh, Crokinole not included in this list. We've that is got disappointing. Novus, which I don't know what that is, a two-player game. Oh, this, look, this looks very similar. Uh, shuffleboard, table shuffleboard, box what, hockey, what? floor hockey, and air hockey. Uh-huh. What? So what is Novus, you said, looks very similar. So Novus is a two-player game of physical skill closely related to carom and pocket billiards. So it's like... It it's a square. It's a rectangle, and, and there you, is a there is a, a picture cube. when you hover over yeah. it. Yeah. So, which is legal. Yeah. It's legal for sure. For sure. And 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 it looks that looks very similar to Crokinole. Now, again, it's played with, it's played with little pucks. It's played with cues. It's obviously it's got pockets you're shooting into. So I don't know that it's the same, but it that if may it's be. similar, yeah. I mean it. If your first reaction was, hey, this looks very similar, and you are mm-hmm. of between the two of us, the expert on Crokinole, why don't mm-hmm. we trust your gut judgment and and go into Novus, yeah, which has wanna, two S's. N-O-V-U-S-S, which I've Is never it, heard of. Yeah, I wonder what where that comes. Oh, originates comes in Estonia, Estonia and Latvia. And Latvia. Mm, gosh, I don't feel as good about it now. Why? Because you hate Latvians? No, you've because, always hated Latvians. No, because it's not it's not Canadian. It's not related to Canada yeah. in any way. Maybe Listen, ta- maybe table shuffleboard is a better. I I think you are because ta- table shuffleboard. Well, here's the thing: table shuffleboard is like a bar game for sure, a hundred percent, right? And if this crokinole is also maybe they're more closely related and will have links on their Wikipedia pages versus something like Novus, which is, you know, not, not a bar game from a different plate. I don't know. I don't know, Jethro. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. You know I what? Know. I here's, here's the thing. Yeah. Crokinole is a weird game that Greg had never heard of until Wikipedia ran randomly served it up to him. Sure. Everybody's heard of shuffleboard in a bar. Right. Yeah. So for that reason, I feel like Crokinole has probably a greater kinship to something like Novus. And also your first instinct when seeing that picture in the pop-up was like, oh, this looks similar. 
All right. All right. All right. I I will do it. I, I wonder if perhaps, yeah. Okay. Let's just do it. Let's go. Let's go to Novus. And maybe there's a way out of Novus back to shuffleboard if we need to. Right? Also, also known as Karuna or Corona spelled with a K. Uh-huh. It's a two player game of physical skill, which is closely related to Karam and pocket billiards. Yeah. And now Karam is, it looks, if you, if you mouse over that, that could be Crokinole if it was round. You know, Matt, Interestingly, yeah. uh, you know, I, I like to scroll down because you there's do, always yeah. some fun stuff at the bottom. Yeah, you enjoy If you scroll stuff. down to the see also section, sure. uh, there are other strange games <gasps> I've never heard of before. And <gasps> one of them is yeah. Crocodile. It is. Oh my gosh, it's there. Hokey smokes, we've done it. There we go. And look at that beautiful Crocodile game board. There it is. It's now. We did it. Crokinole. There it is. Yeah. is a disc flicking. So disc, I guess it's discs, not pucks. Dexterity board game, possibly of Canadian origin, similar mm-hmm. to the games of Pitch Nut, Carom, and Pinchinote. Pinchinote. Pinch, oh, all right. I don't know. Sure. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I mean, I, I guarantee look, I'm pronouncing all of those wrong. Holy cow. You mouse over that. It looks, the, it looks like the same game. Uh, with elements of shuffleboard and curling reduced to tabletop size. So there you go. You were absolutely right. The, it's got right. elements of curling. It's got the shuffleboard. There it is. There it is. Fantastic. It. We did it. We have done it, sir. Uh, well done. Well done. Well, I really, I was starting to worry about us there for a couple, for a couple moments. I got to be honest. Didn't know that we were going to make it, but we did. We went from big O notation to mathematics, to statistics, to sabermetrics, to ice hockey, to hockey puck, to novice, to crokinole. And if you're counting, folks, you'll note that is seven links that it took us a little longer than our average, a little longer than our standard. But uh, nonetheless, there we are. So Jethro, would you like to reveal your guess at this point? I shall reveal my guess. And my guess was eight. Eight. Super duper close. The only thing closer would be seven. Seven. And that's what I guessed, even though you can't. There it is. Mm -hmm. There's that seven right on the nose showing that uh, this season I can actually win one. Well, I. (laughs) That's my one. I got my one. I congratulate you. And this is clearly the beginning of, of a uh, a great Rocky Balboa-esque comeback. Oh, for sure. For uh, sure. In which we become best friends and I eventually get murdered by a Russian man. Oh gosh. Boy, I hope that doesn't happen. You're not the only one who saw movies in the eighties, my friend. Of course, I already know what happens. Oh, well, Matt, I can't wait to find out as, as whatever horrific future awaits eventually reveals itself to me. Uh, with you it, by my side. And it shall. And uh, I look forward to uh, to journeying on next week from Crokinole to uh, Parts Unknown. Absolutely. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Matt Hartman here again for Drunkard's Block Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. A big thank you to Jesse Ali for our theme music and Nick Harmio for our artwork. A thank you again to you for listening back again for season six, and we couldn't be more excited about it. How about a thank you to our guest today, Greg Gelati? And hey, if you're liking what you're hearing, head on over to patreon.com slash drunkardswalkpodcast and join our Patreon. There's a bunch of different levels there. You can find out 
more about them. Give us a rating or a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to these podcasts. And uh, hey, just keep on listening and keep on enjoying. Take care, everybody.